Today you've joined hundreds of established and emerging writers who are discovering ways to reach their writing goals and have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive. You're listening to Ann Croker, Writing Coach. This is episode 170, How to Be a Better Writer, Part 5, for Writing Tips. Last time we talked about the six plus one traits. When you take time to evaluate your work in each one, you can begin to identify areas of strength and weakness. Over time, you can boost the weaker areas and become a better writer. In the months ahead, I'll continue to explore ways we can improve our craft using these traits to organize each recommendation. But for now, I'm wrapping up this part of the series to bring you something new. I'll tell you all about it at the end of today's episode. Tips are helpful, and they offer immediate results. So here are four more tips to help you be a better writer. My brother, who teaches writing at a university, reminded me of this tip. Never use the at the beginning of a sentence. While this may seem extreme, even ridiculous, what it does is force you to find new ways to vary your sentence openers. The is a useful word in the English language, but let's face it, launching a sentence with the doesn't offer much oomph. I could soften the tip and say, rarely begin a sentence with the, but if you make it a rule, if you never begin a sentence with the, you'll force yourself to reach for creative alternatives. Almost any other word will hook the reader better than the, so do it, or rather, don't do it. (laughs) Don't start sentences with the, and see if you don't write with a livelier style. Well, the first tip leads to the next tip, vary sentence constructions. If you signed up for the mini course, Make Your Sentences Sing, seven sentence openers to add music to your prose, you'll have one set of options you can use to mix up your sentence constructions. If every sentence began the same way, we'd be bored after only a few paragraphs. So mix up the way you construct your sentences. When you stop using the at the beginning of your sentences, you'll turn to the myriad options available to you. But think of the whole sentence and how one flows to the next. Your sentences can vary not just with how you begin them, but throughout. At the editing stage, take time to craft your sentences with care and then read them aloud. Listen for mood and tone and style. Does it match what you're trying to convey? Listen for pace. Does one naturally lead to the next to keep you reading, or do they lag and sag? Listen for musicality. Do your sentences sing? Okay, the next tip. If we play with our sentences, we'll want to not only switch up the type of sentences we use, but also their length. Don't fret about these sentence-level changes while writing your draft, but as you edit, listening for the effect of your writing from paragraph to paragraph, you'll hear your sentences work together to form the complete thought or beat. Sometimes when we churn out a draft, we fall into a steady output that spits out sentences of similar length. When you have several medium-length sentences in a row, the piece may struggle to hold a reader's attention. A longer sentence in there somewhere, created by combining two medium-length sentences, may be an easy solution to try. You can add punch every once in a while by inserting a super short sentence, even one with only two or three words. That'll grab the reader's attention better than an exclamation point. 
Tell the story or explain the logic, then drop in a short one. Try it. You'll start to see how it breaks up a paragraph and gives the eye a place to stop a moment and think. All right, the next tip. Remember how our English teachers banned contractions and the use of the first person singular? Well, live free from those restrictions, my friend. In most situations, you'll sound best when you use a natural conversational tone and style. And one easy way to sound more natural is to use those contractions we were told to leave out of our written communication. Unless you write for academic journals, lose the formality. Same with using I in our writing. In high school, you may have been told to leave yourself out of the essay, but how else can we take a stand and form an argument if we don't own some of the ideas? Take it from me, use first-person singular in your nonfiction prose to sound more natural. Now, this call to be more comfortable and conversational doesn't mean we toss all grammar rules to the side as we do in chats with friends. Editors may pass out if you turn in something peppered with text speak. And be selective with slang. Make some purposeful choices that align with your brand. In some cases, this may call for a bit of slang if you aim for certain types of readers. But go easy on the slang or you'll sound too casual. Plus, you'll date your writing to an era. If I threw into my work groovy, far out, and can you dig it? You'd be thinking, wow, throwback. That'll happen if you toss in too much slang today. Even a year from now, some phrases will be passé and root you in 2018. In other words, you can go too far and wind up with writing that sounds too casual. But most writers who have emerged from formal academic training will benefit from loosening it up a bit. A more natural style will help your reader feel more comfortable with you as they read. Your writing will feel more like an actual conversation with someone that they know personally, and wouldn't you like that connection with your reader? Each of these tips falls under one or two of the 6 plus 1 traits, which is helpful for the growth-oriented writer ready to take their skill to the next level. Banning the to force more creative sentence openers falls under sentence fluency, and so does varying your sentence length. Writing in a more natural tone or style falls primarily under voice. As you start to link writing tips, tricks, and tweaks to one of those six traits or the seventh, you can create ways to evaluate the overall project and your writing in general, coming up with some ways to improve over time. Well, now for the announcement. After years of solo episodes, I'm bringing you an author interview. In October 2018, I spoke at a writer's conference. I brought along my hefty podcast microphone and conducted three interviews. Now, I'm not converting this podcast to an interview format, but I do plan to drop an occasional interview into the mix for variety. When you see the word interview in the episode title, you'll know you should set aside more time than usual to listen. Instead of lasting only 5 to 12 minutes like my usual solo episodes, the interviews may last as long as 50 minutes. Not 15, 50 I hope you enjoy them. Let me know what you think. You can always leave a comment under the show notes of any episode, and you can always reach out to me uh, using my contact form or finding me on social media. I'm Ann Croker cheering you on as a writing coach in your ear. Everywhere we may meet, at my website, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, in your inbox, here on this podcast, over at Patreon, or even in person. I'm always looking for ideas to share with you that will help you achieve your writing goals and have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive.
Thank you for listening. 